Ugh, another pointless video call where nothing gets done. I think you're on mute, David. Uh, oh, sorry. What did I miss? IT just approved Miro for the whole company. Miro? That's the... Online whiteboard. For team collaboration. We can make these long video meetings so much shorter with Miro boards. We can share ideas, feedback, and updates on them whenever. Actually see what we're talking about. It's all online. Miro will make our flexible work setup so much easier. With one virtual space for our brainstorms, projects, presentations. Oh, that sounds kind of amazing. So I don't need to wake up for 6 a.m. calls with the London office anymore. Now you're getting it. Don't let time zones get in the way of your team working well together. See why 99% of the Fortune 100 trust Miro to get good work done from anywhere. Get your first three boards free at Miro.com. That's M-I-R-O.com. Shot through the chart. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> gentlemen and ladies. Welcome back to the Shot Through the Chart music review podcast. I am AC Ponce. And I'm Stephanie Ponce. How is everybody doing? Very, very good. Me too. Me too. Very snacky today. Very, very snacky. We really could. We could. We got that kind of talent. Guys, um, for those of you who are with us for the very first time, this is a music review podcast where we take a look at the year-end Hot 100 of the Billboard charts. Oh my gosh. And this year we're doing year 1996. We're taking a look at songs number 35 to 31. Can we just talk about how... No, we can't talk about it. <sighs> This, is a this podcast, podcast literally just came out of like no, nowhere, just like a random thought. And there are times when it feels like, yeah, that's the case. And yes, and sometimes <laughs> when we do talk, it it sounds like it literally came out of nowhere, and it you know we just decided to go for it. But also, we have those episodes where you're just like, we are so funny. I'm glad we captured this moment. Yeah, there are times you know, like that. Yeah, I agree. we were listening uh, to one of the episodes on the way home. From church. And I say some really funny things. I think I'm quite hilarious. <laughs> Your level of humility these past couple episodes is not diminished. I, nope. At all. <laughs> nope. Um, because I'm, okay, I, it's not like I'm a funny person all the time like you are, but when I get I some zingers, when I get some zingers, I got them... Make sure they're appreciated. You want you want proof that yeah. you are funny sometimes. Oh yeah, and because it's recorded I think in you're time. Funny. I think you're funnier. I don't think you give yourself enough credit for how funny you are, but eh. at the same time. Eh. <laughs> but I mean, I feel like when I have some good singers, then they're really good. You know. Okay. Anyway. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing all right. Um, what are you listening to this week? Uh, actually, it's kind of been an interesting week as far as music for me. Um, so, the last thing I looked up, or if I'm being 100% accurate, the last thing I asked you to look up for mm-hmm. me, um, I have just been on a James Ingram kick. I don't have the heart. Oh, man. I remember reviewing that in the first you. season, and it's like, it, it just got, like, I knew the song. 
You didn't know the song. No, I didn't know. But just then. like the the bait and switch of like how romantic it was in the very beginning and then it just like flipped on a dime like I don't have the heart to I don't have the heart to love you. <laughs> but that's not the James Ingram song that I was uh that's not the James Ingram song in question. Right. Uh what? Wait, what was it? Yeah, uh the James Ingram song that I asked you to look up was Baby Come to Me mm-hmm. uh, with James Ingram and Patty Austin, um, which I think is a great duet. Patty Austin's got a great voice. It's so interesting because I actually karaoke that song last night. Not work-related, this go-around. It was actually my dad's birthday party. Um, it was... But I essentially did the same stuff I would have done uh, if I was at work. So... <laughs> Well, and, with, with a little I mean, here and, and there, dealing with drunk people like I want to dance. <laughs> drunk people, in that case, being my own mother. <laughs> <laughs> she just walked up to you, looked like, you dead in the eye, was like, like "I want to dance. dance." Like people are singing. It was karaoke. Okay, fine. Uh, anyway, but people had the opportunity to dance. Oh yeah, and they did not. Yeah. So then it's like they didn't want to. I, right. I you know, I played a lot of songs. Um, you know, people were dancing mm-hmm. and all that, you know. I got them out on the dance floor, that sort of thing. But there was just a progression to the night. Like, yes. after the dancing, there was a magic show. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to my cousin Sam Tabar. Thank you. Dog trainer extraordinaire. Yes. And also, um, technically, not even technically, literally, professional magician. He has yeah. been paid to do magic before. Mm-hmm. Um, so he did a bit of magic for the crowd. But after that, people wanted to do uh, karaoke. So, yes. I mean, I'm not going to sacrifice, like, fair enough, she is the lady of the house. Right. But, you know, our guests are... We also are, played games. Yeah, we did play games. There was a, oh, a fair boy. amount of near nakedness, yes. if not... I think I saw a boob. <laughs> Yeah. Not like nipple. You know how you know how in the last episode you were like, you know, oh, we do large gatherings, but, you know, AC's parents don't do anything weird or, or freaky or anything like that. That almost did changed. Did I say that? Yes, you did say that in the last episode. I feel like that's a blatant lie. <laughs> like, your parents are the one doing the crazy stuff, but, like, they their parties always end up having something really, like, you can't invite church friends to these parties. But we do. <laughs> We do, yes. They I mean, do not, end up, not they, our they, church they, friends. Yeah, no, they end we up leaving early, yeah. though. They do end yeah. up leaving early. Uh, it's always entertaining. Uh, we it, we try to keep it wholesome because there are children around. Yeah. Um, but but they, there's, were, they were not spared from yeah. some of those moments. Yeah. It was not like... Casey okay. made a child cry. Huh? She cried. You didn't see her cry when the first team that got out... Well, that's not my fault. If you lose the game, you lose the game. Well, these soft children don't realize what losing is. Yeah. So No participation trophies in in the Ponce household. Although, your parents did give them all, because she started crying, your parents did give them all prizes. So, I was a little upset. Anyway. Uh, But yeah, no, so we did a little bit of karaoke last night. What else did I sing? I did Pony, of course. Yes. I mean, and then some, I hate to I hate to sound like I'm having some resentment for it because it does it does it does me good. Mm-hmm. Like it gets the party yeah, hype and that sort of thing. Lady, you need you need to chill. Sorry. You need to chill. Your your hormones are all over the place. They're not. They're just hungries. Huh? Huh? 
I'm I'm staring at a bag of gummy bears. Sorry. <laughs> Speaking of, if uh, for those of you who aren't fans of mouth noises, I tried to find the softest snacks that we had available for her to eat um, during this. Uh, so that way you don't hear a whole lot of smacking or chewing or crunching. During... I was eating chips before yes, this. Yes, you so was. I had to take you're them. Welcome. I had them confiscated from yeah. her. Um, she's not happy about that. But don't, do not no. look over there. Do not look over there. I you do not them. need those snacks right now. I found them. <laughs> uh, uh, what else did I sing? I think... Oh, wait. Pause. So, because people know that, well, people who go to these parties... Know that you sing the song frequently, Pony, mm-hmm. is what I'm referring to. Uh, I had a gentleman wine. come up to me last night and was like, do you still get goosebumps when he sings this song? And I was like, I don't think I ever got goosebumps when he sang the song. And they were like, oh, he must be doing something wrong. And I was like, clearly not. If you're not on the video, I'm pointing to my stomach. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's not doing anything wrong. It's just... I. He, he again, like we talked about last week, he wasn't using the song to woo me, so yeah. it's not yeah. wooing See, me. There's no wooing. It's just I just do what I do. <laughs> but also, uh, oh jeez, in our relationship, I usually like I'm not shy to like bump and grind up on AC. No, she is not. Or like just side hug, hold him while he sings a song. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Why did I say it like, I don't, I don't know. know. I, I don't know. But, all right, we're, we're not trying to Ooh, gross anybody out or anything like that. I didn't sing like anything that. last night, actually. You didn't. Interesting. I'm a little upset. Actually, we wanted, I wanted very you long day. to sing one song that I think you totally could have handled. Mm. Once again, I, I think you have a better voice than you give yourself credit for. I just don't practice. I mean, you sing in the car. Do I? I mean, anyway. What was it? Eternal Flame by... Mm-hmm. Some group. The Bangles. The Bangles, yes. That's, some group. Some group. It's some group. You know, they just sang Walk Like an Egyptian and another song. The one you just named? Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm implying that there's more than just those two songs. Anyway, uh, what have you been listening to lately? So I actually just looked at my phone mm-hmm. uh, as we started while you were talking. Mm-hmm. I didn't listen to any music this week. What? Because I watched, I was listening to our podcast still mm-hmm. a little bit. I'm still trying to find the episodes that have us playing the games in the, in the beginning when mm-hmm. your sister was part of the show. Um, that was funny. I think that was season four. I, yeah. I can't remember. I thought, I it, was thought it was season three. three. Maybe yeah. I think she came in like tail end season yeah. three. And then she was just a guest, though, and then we made her, you know, a regular in, in the next season. But yeah, I. Um, Hello. Oh, uh, did someone say Siri? I don't know. Anyway, I <laughs> I have been watching uh, a lot of TD Jakes, Bishop TD Jakes, mm-hmm. this week, and I don't know, just really been reflecting on the thing. Oh, you know what I did do this week? What, guys? I told AC this week that I would like to start vlogging again. Yeah. Uh, just about life and like, I didn't really document much during the beginning of my pregnancy. And so, you know, in the last 10 weeks, I kind of want to, you know, have a, have a scrapbook, AKA a vlog of, you know, this time I didn't do like the whole like pictures of my growth or whatever. Yeah. 
situation. So, because I was too busy being sick. Um, well, maybe starting this next week. Because we right. did a couple videos. You yeah, did a couple videos. I took a, a few videos. Uh, maybe this next week we can get into that right. hardcore. Yeah. Um, and, of course, we'll we'll talk about music in, in the vlogs as well. Oh, yeah. But, um, you know, it, it'll be a bit more rounded as well as far as mm-hmm. topics go. Yeah. Um, because I watched some of your, I watched some of your keto vlogs from mm-hmm. the beginning. Yeah. You know, and it kind of just goes back to, you know, why you want to do keto again or at least try it again. And then because of, you know, all the hecticness and the busyness that's been going on, you know, yeah, it kind of tapered off. So, yeah. Um, so we actually missed the Grammys yes. this past, or no, was that today? No, that was last night. Um, like, no, no. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Because if we can, let's see. Let's see, we can we can maybe talk about some of this right here. Uh, it's no. tonight. Oh, it's tonight. Okay, so we can talk a little bit about the, the nominees for, okay. uh, for some of these things. Um, so... Like I said, Billboard, not Billboard, excuse me, Grammys are tonight. Um, so up for record of the year, we have Bon Iver, Hey Ma, mm-hmm. Bad Guy by, by Billie Eilish, Seven Rings by Ariana Grande, hmm. Hard Place by Her, Talk by Khaled, Old Town Road by Lil Nas X featuring Billy Ray Cyrus, Truth Hurts by Lizzo and Sunflower by Post Malone and Swaley. If I'm being honest, like this list makes me realize how out of touch I am with current popular music because I really like Talk by Khaled. Yeah. I know, you know, the majority of the other songs, but I'm not going out of my way to listen to them. Yeah. Yeah, I think the only one... A lot of these aren't so mainstream, like Hey Ma, uh, Bonnie Vare, and that Her song I'm not familiar with. Everything else I'm pretty... And and I'm always so confused by like what's the difference between song of the year and record of the year right. and like I don't know it's all interesting it's all so different but anyway those are your those are your nominees for that album also, of the year Alicia Keys will be hosting is she doing that again yeah. this year did she do she she did it last year right I don't know she hosted something not too long ago but anyway seems appropriate Alicia Keys when's the last time she made a record. I don't know, but I think I feel like she has enough of an impact and um, musical clout mm-hmm. to to you know to say valid. yeah to be you know who can be up there you know interesting okay um, and then up for album of the year Bon Iver um, Lana Del Rey Billie Eilish I think that's probably gonna take it mm-hmm. um, she had so many hits come off of that thank you next Ariana Grande that might. Uh, yeah, that'll be that'll be a, a close contender. Uh, I used to know her her um, seven by Lil Nas X because uh, I love you, uh, Lizzo, and then Father of the Bride by Vampire Weekend. Hmm. Um, Lizzo, nah, I don't know. I don't because mm, Lizzo. I feel like I think Truth Hurts got as much shine as it did. Mm-hmm. Like that just blew up. Yeah. But songs like Juice mm-hmm. and Good As Hell is kind of is kind of coming up now. I feel like it, I've heard it's already being overplayed in my opinion. Yeah, but it's not it's definitely not Truth Hurts. 
at least the reception. I, I will still argue forever and ever and ever that Juice is the best Lizzo song that's out there right now. I do like Juice. Juice is the best one out of all of them. I like, don't get me wrong, I like Truth Hurts, but just as far as getting the whole Lizzo experience, mm-hmm. Juice is the, is the way to go. Okay. I mean, that's, that's one man's opinion, but uh, it's the correct opinion. But anyway, <laughs> Song of the Year nominees. Always Remember Us This Way by Natalie Hemby, Lady Gaga, uh, Hillary Lindsay, Laurie McKenna. Yeah, I've never heard that song. Um, Bad Guy, Billie Eilish, um, and I love that, that they're giving uh, her brother credit on there as mm-hmm. well. Well, he is a songwriter, so or they both are. Uh, Bring My Flowers Now, Brandy Carlisle, all the people who, who help write it. Uh, Hard Place, Ruby Amanfu. Anyway, uh-huh. Lover, uh, Taylor Swift, song that I I kind of love, if I'm, if I'm being 100% honest. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, oh, someone you loved. Yeah, uh, Norman Effing Rockwell. Jack Antonoff, Lana Del Rey. I love Jack Antonoff. I love, uh, I think he's the lead singer of Bleachers. He was part of Fun. Um, works with Taylor Swift all the time. Um, just an awesome songwriter. Uh, Someone You Loved, Louis Capaldi, his songwriting team there. And then Truth Hurts uh, with Lizzo. So and I found all the difference between Song of the Year and Record of the Year. Record of the Year deals with specific recording of a song, recognizes the artists, producers, and engineers. Song of the Year deals with the composition and songwriters who wrote the song. Okay. All right. I, I kind of get that now that I see how they've sort them. of yeah. sort of spelled out the mm-hmm. names for Song of the Year. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So, I guess it's like... I'm trying to draw an Oscars conclude. Like, oh, okay, so... Song of the Year, I guess, is like a screenwriter's award mm-hmm. yeah. in in Oscar sense. And yep. then Record of the Year is like movie. Movie, yeah. Or film, or however they say it. I don't know. Best, yeah, best movie, I guess. I don't know. Best New Artists, Black Pumas, Billie Eilish, Lil Nas X, Lizzo, Maggie Rogers, Rosalia, Tank of the Bangas, and Yola. Tank of the Bangas, uh, I definitely want to listen to more. They were on... Um, they were they were they were the band that beat out um, Hobo Hobo Johnson mm-hmm. when we talked about him mm-hmm. uh, for that NPR spot. Yeah. Hobo Johnson eventually didn't make do his own tiny desk, but uh, Tank of the Bang is you know definitely making some noise out there. Haven't heard of Black Pumas, Rosalia. Can we okay? Because I remember saying, and this is my thing with, what is it? Best new artist? Uh-huh. Okay. Or Are we going to have a Alessia Cara Yes. Argument using again? Using the word new because Lizzo said that her songs that she's, most of her songs that she's putting out now, those songs are old. She They're wrote old. them a long time ago on an album that didn't succeed. But now because... Her one of her songs was in a movie that was on Netflix, and it was featured in the trailer, and people went crazy for it. She, you know, either re-recorded it or put it out again. To me, that's not new artist. 
Lil Nas X didn't last year, not last year, the year before. Wasn't it 2018 when we I first heard quite, him? I can't quite remember. I think so. I feel like it was 2018 when we heard him, and I feel like he was nominated back then. Mm, I don't know. I, I can't I can't speak to that. And then Billie Eilish, I feel like she's not new. I don't know why I feel like, she, maybe just because I feel like she's got an old soul. That yeah, I think but, she's just an older artist. I don't know. But... And I will, this is the, this will always be my stance on it. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to fight you on this mm-hmm. anymore. I mean, I will say, I will argue the opposite mm-hmm. that, or not the opposite, that I will argue this point that mm-hmm. because they did not have hits prior to the 2019 year, those, those were not hits. They had songs, but they were not hits. Mm-hmm. But that's not the category. It's. Titled Best New Artist. If it was titled Best New Song, I get your argument. So that, I mean, like, but how often does somebody who, like, just starts a career, like... Yeah, but like, there have been like, people in the Best New Artist category that have been in the industry for, like, 10 years, and just because they finally get recognized doesn't make them new. I, I mean, I, I, I understand what you're saying, but... You're looking for people in in your model of what best new artist is. But You're looking like, for okay, putting it in movie terms. That's like saying a director who who's been in the industry for like ten years, none of his movies have been Oscar winning or you know whatever. Then saying, oh, let's put this director in best new director category at the Oscars. But they don't. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's why they don't have like. Best new in the Oscars. So then, why do they do it in music? Be, it it has just to because do, it's new to you doesn't mean they're new. It has to it has to do with re- popularity relevancy. So yeah. so it's it's not the category is just I guess it must it's just mislabeled then. No, the I award think it, is mislabeled. If you okay, if you want to get down into nitty gritty, I want to just call it. Best or most wanna, popular artist of the year. What, what do you want? Well, I, well, that's not even that may not even be the case because the most popular artist of the year may may be an artist that has had hits in the past. Okay. So, like, if like well, exactly, well, but those were not hits. That's the thing you gotta get. They were not hits. These were songs that people that that the mass the mass majority of people. Did not know these songs up until Still, this past year. Just because you, just because it's new to you, does not mean it's new. There, I'm sure there are Lizzo fans that have known her since the beginning of her uh, career. I, I was there, a fan of Lizzo before she blew up. Like right. I, I was, I was already talking so about then her. So she's not new to you. No, she's so she's not a new artist to you. But as far as hits. And mainstream. So if if let, let's talk, let's put it in in the context of the billboards, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say new to the chart. Yeah, yeah. Let's say to the to the mainstream charts, right? Mm-hmm. We have never seen Lizzo on the mainstream charts mm-hmm. before. We had never seen um, Lil Nas on the charts mm-hmm. before. We had never seen Billie Eilish on the charts before, up until this past year. Now they're showing mm. up. Mm. They're new. That I mean, that's the best way I can categorize it. Because if you're looking for somebody purely, somebody who just started, you know, this or in 2019, 2019 
more than likely, they're not going to have any songs that are hit worthy. You know? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's it, it takes it takes a special kind of person to like write exactly. their first song, which is why they're more deserving of the best new artist award. But that's not for that's not for just you to decide. That's for Obviously. everybody collectively saying, okay, wow, this person started. You know, so like like Sean Mendez, like he only had been starting to play guitar. For two years before he blew up, do I, I? I don't know if he's won a Best New Artist award, but he definitely deserves that sort of thing, right? But that's a rare exception, right? That's not. But it's not impossible. No, I'm not saying it's impossible. But what I'm saying is, you don't get that every single year. You don't have that guy who just, you know, for the past year, two years, put in the work, and then now he's got a hit. You've had you have people who have been trying to pursue music for years never getting on the charts and then you don't want to give them credit whenever they do make it big I feel like it's not not giving them credit because there's other areas like when if their song was that good then they could be in you know for best song or whatever it is best songwriting you know record whatever they call it now. Uh, I think the the only real way I could explain this award is like it's not really like new new artist. The best way I could explain it is like it's actually with a sports award. It's mm-hmm. like it's essentially the same as like a most improved award. Essentially, you improve from being a nobody to being oh. a somebody, right? And, and and unfortunately, that's that's the best way to put it, right? You're you're nobody as far as the you're collective. Until you're yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're nobody until you're somebody, and so you can't really give credit to a nobody. As mm. much as as much as we'd like to and, and recognize those those smaller artists, you know, mm-hmm. we we know smaller artists and we right. want to give them the world. But right. until the rest of the country, the rest of the world recognizes them, like mm-hmm. they're going to be like, what what you know? How can we really say this person is deserving of this type of reward? You get what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I just don't like it. I know. I know. I mean, and there are. Millions, if not billions, of of underrated artists out there. Oh yeah, who deserve best new artist, right? But we can't give them all. You know, we can't even give millions of them that. We can't even give thousands of them that. They mm. got to give it to somebody who has some cultural relevance in 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 the music industry. Anyway, am I making too much sense now? <laughs> Whatever. Guys, it took me, what, three years to finally make this argument come across? <laughs> ay, ay, ay. Anyway. Um, so let's see, let's see, let's see. Um, uh, Do I look nude on camera? I'm wearing a no. brown sweat sweater. And I just realized, like, I just, I feel like I look like I have no shirt on. <laughs> No, I I think you look, I think you look fine. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. I don't want to get too genre specific. I just want to keep it wide right now, just so that way we, we don't. <laughs> what what is what is your know. deal? What know. is your deal, lady? I had the urge to laugh when I was thinking about it, and I was like, but what's so funny about that? But it still came out. 
<laughs> You're an interesting lady. Um, so I've been let's do this. Hey, uh, best comedy album. Cool. Which I didn't even realize they gave out Grammys until Dave Chappelle won a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. right? And he's up for another. He's up for another best comedy album for Sweet. Sticks and Stones. He I will liked prob- it. He will probably win. I like. Um, I mean, just based on that. Jesse Smollett's joke mm-hmm. alone, he could yeah. probably win that whole thing. But uh, Quality Time, Jim Gaffigan, Relatable, Ellen DeGeneres, which I didn't even know. Hmm. She put out an, another comedy special. Uh, right now, Aziz Ansari and Son of Patricia, Trevor Noah. Son of Patricia was good. Yes, I did. We did, like we, we did just watch that recently. Mm-hmm. It was good. But unfortunately, just the amount of hype. Yeah, I think Dave Chappelle will take it. Or Ellen. It might be between the two. I don't know. I haven't heard enough about Ellen's special. Hmm. No one's really been talking about that. Um, but just because you didn't hear doesn't mean people didn't watch it. Yeah, I, no, I I get it, but I mean, who who knows? Who knows? Now I'm gonna look. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I mean, we'll see. We'll see how it, how it comes out tonight. Um, we probably won't watch it. We have too many things that we want to do. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, like. Are you the kind of person that, like, makes time for, like, award shows? No. I'm really not that invested no, in award yeah. shows. The only one I used to, you know... I'm more of... I like watching the red carpet parts of it, but that's about it. Yeah, I mean... But, yeah, the only one I actually was, re- you know, religious about was the BET Awards, so... Yeah, I just, like... Uh, I can't... I don't know. I can't get behind, like... Sitting there for three hours mm-hmm. to watch, you know, this award show, if I'm honest. Like, there's so many other things I could do, you know? Yeah, that's true. And, like, I want, like, I don't get me wrong. There are a lot of artists that are up for awards that I like mm-hmm. and I love and I want to support. But, like, it's kind of just a big pat on the back for the industry. Right. You know? And, like, we, although we have a music review podcast, we're not really... Right in the industry, we're, we're still everyday butt. people. Um, you know, these aren't people we're just that we ordinary people. Exactly, uh, these aren't people that we interact with. But right. hopefully, one day, I mean, who knows? You know, mm-hmm. this uh, this podcast could get big enough to where we do get to interact with those people. Mm-hmm. Um, but as of right now, I mean, like when the Oscars come around, when the even when the Grammys come around, I mean, right. I'm only partially interested because yeah. it's something we could talk about on the show, right? Um, but, yeah, we're, we're probably not going to watch it, if I'm honest. No. We also don't have cable. Yeah, that too. But I'm sure we could find it somewhere. Oh, yeah. You know? The internet's an amazing place. Exactly. It's an amazing place um, in, in, the best, in the best of ways and in the worst of ways. Yeah. <laughs> um, Facts. But that's how you get the show. So, I mean, I can't <laughs> complain too much about it, right? That's true. Um, but, yeah, so... I don't know. Um, do you, someone's alarm's going off. Is that that phone? God, no. I hope not. No. Anyway, um, our microphones are so sensitive. Yeah. I just picked up someone's alarm going off, potentially from another apartment. I mean, I heard our neighbors talking yeah. through the headphones. Yeah. Like, huh. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, so yeah, I mean that's that's what what's going on. Tell us what you think about what's going on at the Grammys. I mean, if you want to keep us updated and all that, oh well, you can't because this will be out by the time. 
<laughs> I don't understand we how pre I don't understand how time works. Um, I guess tell us what you thought about the Grammys, if you did catch them. If you um, have an opinion if, on watching award shows. If you have an opinion on who deserves best new artist. This is an <laughs> argument, the longest standing shot through the chart argument. If you have an opinion on that category in general. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, let us know what you think. Um, but guys, we're going to take a quick break. After this, we are going to get into the... Nope, that, that's not how you segue into that next segment. Nope, that's not it. <laughs> After this, we're going to get into songs number 35 to 31 of the 1996 Billboard Hot 100. Quick break. See you on the other side. Bye. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. This is part two. The second segment. Part two? Part two. Part do. Do boy. Part the day. I don't know. Anyway. Wait, part of, part of do, I think. I said part that so. Part of do. <laughs> I think that's like a ballet move or something. No, it's not. I don't, know. I don't know what I'm talking about. Anyway. Um, I think it means like combination or... <laughs> melding. Anyway, let's not offend any... Uh, <laughs> any French people? Any French... Uh, French Listeners or French Canadian, what French have you. Um, anyway. Fries. Fr- let's, not, let's definitely not offend French fries. I love French fries. Anyway. So, anyway. Where, what's your favorite French fry place? Oh, gosh. Okay, let, without a doubt, McDonald's, number one French fry place if you want regular, mm-hmm. I was going to say regular old French fries, but if you want like, you know, your straight cut, mm-hmm. you know, good fries, good fries mm-hmm. with the right amount of salt and all that, mm-hmm. McDonald's got it, right? Okay. No, no, mm-hmm. no, no one comes above that, uh-huh. right? But the only rival to that. Fancy fries. Fancy fries. Uh, any fancy fries? No, 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 no. Oh, no, I'm, they're I'm, still plain. What do you mean? This next place you're gonna say? No. Oh. Well, I mean, I just gotta say, Jack in the Box curly fries, seasoned curly fries. Uh, like that's I the like only. Popeyes fries. Popeyes fries are good. That might be my number two. Um, that can't be your number two if McDonald's is number one and Jack in the Box is number two. Well, I don't think I don't think curly fries. I don't know. Would man. you choose Jack in the Box fry? Like, would you go out of your? Okay, in reference to where we live. Okay. 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 Popeyes is about five minutes down the road. Uh huh. Jack in the Box is about ten, fifteen. Yeah. Are you going for the ten, fifteen for the curly fries, or are no. you just gonna go to no. Popeyes if you want a little extra jazz? Even though Popeyes and McDonald's are in the same plaza. Right and Chick Fil A, yes, and Chick Fil A, yes. So that's that. I mean, okay, here we go, and then we actually have to talk about music. McDonald's, mm-hmm. Jack in the Box, uh-huh. Chick Fil A, waffle fries, uh-huh. then Popeyes. Yeah, I think I'm going McDonald's, Popeyes. Yeah, I mean as much. And as much, I do like Burger King fries too. I just uh, don't I'm, go to Burger King because our Burger yeah, King exactly. is attached to a gas station. That's always kind of sketchy to me. So I don't see what the issue is with that. Like I don't know. Uh, anyway, all right. Can we talk about music? Sure. Okay. All right. 
Goodness gracious. Uh, We're evolving into a completely different show now. Uh, Guys, we have the songs. We have the songs. We have the meats. We have the meats. Let us know if you want us to do a food review podcast. Now, was that Ving Rhames or was that Cedric the Entertainer? I can never tell who the voice is. It It sounds like Cedric the Entertainer doing a Ving Rhames Impression. I was going to say a Ving Rhames accent. That's not how that works. <laughs> what is a Ving Rhames accent? It's actually it's Cat, how people sound Cat Williams from the... doing Ving Rhames. <laughs> anyway. He's the one who says it. What? It's from Cat Williams special. What? What is? We have the meats. He's talking about Arby's. He does talk. He does. He did talk Ooh, about that. I forgot about that. Oh, the jalapeno poppers at Arby's. As long as they're hot still. And the curly fries from Arby's. Definitely a step below the... Oh, uh, really? A step below the the uh, Jack in the Box curly fries. Anyway, guys, this is not that show. All right, we're, we're talking about music. <laughs> Goodness gracious! Oh, I don't even have I my. I love how you're yelling at them. Where, where's my iPad? Oh crap! All right, I have to find a way to edit this out real okay, quick. Okay, so no, no, no. I'll just keep them, uh, you know, entertained. So, guys, uh, as AC is going to grab his notes because he was charging an iPad that I told him was already charged. Um, how are you guys doing? I would love to hear from you. What's your name? What's your favorite color? Mine's orange. I also like blue. Uh, Making some new friends. It's weird. Mm, I got nothing. See, this is why I don't have friends, guys. I don't know how to talk to people. That's why I talk no microphone. (laughs) To your husband. (laughs) Anyway. Oh, wow. All right. How'd you do, guys? Oh, Let us know. Let us know what you tough. thought. Um, rough. Either, either email us or talk to us on social media or in the comments whenever we do post this video. I promise you, yes, I keep talking about that. We will have video. Yes, I'm working on it. I just have to work through I some realized kinks. realized that he's been talking about having live video and recorded video I, for like the last four yeah, seasons. Yeah, exactly. We and heard it on the episode we listened to in the car. Yes, yes, and he I've was like, wow, I've been talking about this forever. Yeah. Uh, I feel like we're even going to have to take a step back from doing lives, even though I said we were going to do lives this season. <laughs> see, oh, once I get the video down, because see, like the podcast stuff, easy can, peasy. But done. I feel like, like it's because you, we've done it for so many seasons. Yeah. You have your own method of like, you knowing, you knowing, you, you knowing. knowing how to, you know, produce it the fastest. I feel like because I have arms on the side of this, I feel like. Kanye West when he was yelling at Sway like you ain't got the answers oh we just did that what you going for hi Kanye Kanye if you ever want to be on the show Mr. West Um, yeah Mr. West (laughs) I I, I will be extremely uh, polite whenever I meet Kanye I'll I'll just call him Mr. West (laughs) anyway I don't don't know why I just feel the need to be overly cordial to, to Mr. Kanye West anyway can we talk about... Well, we were talking a little bit about... about. <laughs> Guys, I quit. I quit. No. He's been saying that for seven um, seasons. <laughs> we haven't... Oh, yeah, it is seven seasons. Anyway. Um, I don't know what I'm doing, guys. Oh, I'm melting so slowly. So, so tired. I may have just screwed up. Shout out to D.L. Somebody just sent me a text. Uh, I may have just screwed up... Why? ...some settings How? on my... Mixer here. How? Let's see. Let's see. I don't I, now that song is stuck in my head and it's all your fault. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, I'm we trying could. not we to look at your computer because, as you all know, I don't do research. I like to react. Yeah. 
Hopefully, I'm Casey hoping spends that an hour doing okay. Research. Let's let's just talk about some future planning things here. I would love to have a studio mm-hmm. to where we have a producer, mm-hmm. right? So they can cue these things up, so we can do a little bit more reacting. So that way, I don't have to do. It's not that I don't want to do work. It's just that I would. It would go a little bit smoother if somebody you know ran all the controls. We'd have and to the pay computer. that person though. Eventually, yes. I don't know. But I don't want to pay. It, we could just just make it an unpaid internship. I don't want to make it unpaid, but we ain't got the money to pay. Anyway, guys, we got song number thirty-five. We got down low. Nobody, nobody has to know by R. Kelly and the Isley Brothers. Man, I remember there was a time where R. Kelly and the Isley Brothers just did collabs, and it was just, it was interesting. I can't think of the name of the other one, but I think we reviewed it already. Yeah, um, they've done a couple. They've I done can't a couple remember of this model's name, and it's just her outfit is just too much. Yeah. Um, so I, I like this song, and I know it's not the best thing to like R. Kelly's music anymore. No. But I do. I do still like it. I'm not going to play it out loud. You are right now. I've, I. <laughs> but we I, have to talk about it. Like we yes, can't. Yeah. We can't. It like was part of history. We I can't. Guess. Yeah, we can't. Yeah, I guess that's the best way of putting hey, it. Hey, you can't pretend that it didn't happen. Yeah. That, yeah. I gotcha. Yeah. So, I mean, people liked it at the time. I mean... I... My whole issue in general with R. Kelly just sounds like every... I feel like every single song, except for I Believe I Can Fly, sounds like he's purposely putting himself in the... being the other man's. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like... You haven't grown from that, buddy? <laughs> Come on now. I mean, maybe that's just how he wants to operate, you know? Like, because from this, and then all the way up till uh, Trapped in Closet, whatever it's called. This lady looks a little like a thinner Neo. <laughs> I'm sorry to say. <laughs> she has hair. Yeah. She's got boobs. Well, She's wearing a nightie. You've never seen Neo and this lady in the same room together. <laughs> that could have been Neo with a wig. Uh, anyway, sorry. Neo is way younger than her still. Anyway. anyway. Very popular uh, actress. I cannot think of her name at all. Is that... Was the bodyguard... Uh, was it Michael Clark Duncan? Yeah. yeah, I think it is. With a uh, vest on, no shirt under yep. it, and with his yep. arm muscles That's how you know there. he was a tough guy. Oh Vest, my. no shirt. Oh my. Just He's all just the muscles all the time. one of the Isley brothers. Anyway. Um, but I, I like this song Why are they dressed like it's the 50s? I don't know. They're, they're supposed to be gangsters. Anyway, 90s ba- baby making sound, which, you know, mm-hmm. which is, you know. All sound are the same? Yeah. The, you know, this kind of slow. Maybe that's why there's so many millennials. shots and that sort of, yeah, maybe. <laughs> that's why we're the, we are now the largest generation in America right now. Um, but it's kind of like that 90s baby making music, which, you know, mixed with like Stevie Wonder's part-time lover. Like mm-hmm. just that idea okay. of, you know, you know, keeping it on the down low. You know, this is a person that I should not be messing around with. But like this is the, like this is how we get our kicks, you know. That's really... There's so many things in the world. You know what you could do to get your kicks? Oh, Michael Clark Duncan just bust in oh, the yeah. dough. No, that door's uh, gone. It doesn't oh, exist anymore. Oh, he just on the bed. Uh, I love how Mr. Isley just hangs in the background, takes his shades off all cool, as if there ain't no issue at all. Mm-mm. It's like, mm, I'm about to end both Look at the these. Asian guy. 
Look at you. Uh, but anyway, um, they wanted Jet Li. They got that. Guy. There's really not a whole lot of Ron Isley in the song right. as much as I or as yeah. Like, as, as much as I would like yeah, there to be. I, wa- I mean, you hear him a little bit in the background, yeah. but like for the guy who's made some of the sexiest songs mm-hmm. that I've ever heard, like yeah. I want to hear a little bit more. Like yeah. I was just kind of li- that's what I was jamming to earlier. I was I was listening to a lot of the Isley Brothers. Uh, Stuff. Who's that lady? Uh-huh. Uh, Between the sheets. Uh, Living for the love of you. Like those are some sexy songs. I'm confused. Oh, I'm gonna let this music video play out. Yeah, because... I'm confused at this video simply for the fact that you know the beat him up. Because I want you to see drop, this ending. Yeah, they beat him up, drop him in the desert. But when they drop him in the desert, he just screams at the top of his lungs, like, "Dude, you did that to yourself." Kinda. Kinda. Oh, what's happening? I don't remember. This looks familiar, no, but what? You're, you're going to see. Oh, no. You're going to see. For those of you on the on the video, you see, but on the podcast, you won't. So if you want to see what's going on, either look, yeah, up, the look up the video yeah. or come find our videos. Oh, Snapatola. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. No spoilers for the podcast listeners. This is dramatic. Yes, it is. You know, I mean, that's, I younger, that's the one I thing I have an appreciation be... for, for like an R. Kelly video. It's like they are very cinematic. And yeah. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, Trapped in the Closet is still like, it's it's a well, motion picture event. Well, yeah, that was the point of it. Uh, I now, But now I'm feel like, feeling like his videos, his songs are all just one note. In theme, you mean? Yes. Like, just kind of like it's yes. the same kind of thing? Yeah, I, I get that. I get that. I feel like the only time you see range or difference uh, from R. Kelly is when he was featured on songs. Yeah. But even, like, if you think about him and Lady Gaga, um, mm-hmm. Do What You Want, mm-hmm. um, I still I really feel like it's, it's still the same note. I, I enjoy that song a lot. I, I Once I again, I don't it. endorse anything oh, yeah. that... R. Kelly has been accused of, uh, and I don't know if he's been convicted of anything. I don't endorse any of that. Yeah. I don't like any of that. And until the truth comes out about what's happening, I, I, I like deep issues. down in my heart, I still have appreciation for the music. I, I wish I could say it's, that I could, It's very annoying when someone who's that talented doesn't know how to like yeah. get their crap together. Right, yeah. You know? Uh, so then we have to sit here and try and no, we're not justifying anything, but we have to, we have to sit here and disclose, you know, our stance Yeah, because someone who is either like people, it's usually like people who are like super smart do like really stupid things. Yeah. Like when you see someone like super smart. And they do something absolutely insane, and you're just like, what is wrong with you? And they literally don't. For some reason, they don't think there's a problem. Maybe It's one of those situations. It, it might be me. like a it might, it might be a fear of success type situation. Like, hmm. like I'm, hmm. I'm too good, so I got I to gotta throw a wrench in my own, my own system. Like, I got to self-sabotage to make myself feel... You never heard feel... of taking a nap, like... <laughs> You can't go that's, on vacation. That's your, that's your like, solution to everything. Yeah, going. Yes, because you can't get in trouble like while you're a, sleeping. Okay? Maybe maybe they crave the trouble. Maybe that's what it is. 
you're so successful that you need to add some drama. Yeah, you need to add some drama. Maybe that's you, what it you've is. You've made like, it big, so you feel uncomfortable you, in your in your. I mean, I'm sure that's uh, you feel uncomfortable in your comfort. Rich, yeah, I'm sure that happens to a lot of rich people. Like you come from not a lot, and then you have everything, and then you don't know what to do with yourself. Yeah, take a nap. <laughs> Go on vacation. I don't know. Well, if you go on vacation, you get in trouble too. But anyway, yeah, yeah, just go to sleep. <laughs> okay, that's my solution. You can't, you can't sleep through everything, though. No, no, you can't. But you can sleep through making stupid decisions. That's not true. You can wake up and make stupid decisions. Eh. Eh. You gotta wake up eventually. No. Well, when they wake up, they just go back to work. That's it. You go to work, you go to sleep. That's yeah. it. We'll see. Anyway, next song we have here, we have. Uh, 112 featuring Biggie and Mace, only you. Ooh. Yes. I love a good bass line. I have more and more. I mean, I always had appreciation for Biggie Smalls, but like Mm -hmm. I didn't dive too deep into him. Lately, I have been. For two reasons, because I'm working at this bar now, mm-hmm. and they love they love them some you know old school hip hop. But now that we we have a nickname for our son, mm-hmm. Bigly, like yeah. I call him Biggie sometimes, mm-hmm. and so now I'm just listening to more and more uh, Biggie Sorry. Smalls. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. Um, but this is not a Biggie song, yeah. even though he starts it off. It's a 112 song. Yeah, he's just uh, a feature. We're but 112, I feel like, is one of the groups, one of the 90s groups, and like going into the early 2000s, that really blurred the line between R&B culture and mm-hmm. hip-hop culture. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like oh, in yeah. the 90s, like R&B oh, yeah. culture and hip-hop culture, they did not meld yet. Like, yeah, they... Not the way that they do now. Like, they, no. they shook hands every once in a yeah. while. Like, yeah, there was know, a clear distinction. This this yeah. is this is the time in church where, you know, peace be with you. That's... <laughs> That situation, right? Turn to your neighbor and introduce yourself. That sort of thing, right? You're just friendly in church. That's it. Slim, but slim, now, slim. Now, like this is this is around the, these. This is one of those groups that's like, okay, us and hip hop, we're gonna go get a bite to eat after this. Mm-hmm. You know that sort of thing. Yeah, we're actually gonna sit down and have a meal together. Yeah, we're gonna enjoy time. Yeah, because like just the way that they dress, the way that they carry themselves, the thing that the things that they talk about in their songs. Yeah. Is more leaning hip hop. Well, I think oriented. this. I think this music video feels that way, mostly because if Biggie's involved, then yeah. Diddy's oh, involved, yeah. and of course Mace is there, so that definitely Diddy's yeah. involved because those are you know two of his guys. Um, is Mace still a pastor? Anyway, um, but this whole silk suit situation, I feel like that's very like one twelve. Like there were, I feel like when I think about one twelve, I think about like. Suits and like soft lighting and white and trying to seduce you. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But they did have a stint of, you know, uh, collaborations with uh, the Bad Boy family, oh, if yeah. you will. Uh, and it, every single song was always a hit. So. So, I mean. Why does this song just make you want to dance? It, it really does. It's, it's a great dance. It actually needs to be Yeah. It's so funny because this always made me think about, like, 
the you know the the East Coast West Coast feud mm-hmm. when Suge Knight called out Diddy. It's like yeah. if you don't want your producer dancing in your videos, yeah. if you don't want your producer, you know, yeah, like this yeah. stuff closer to the end, you hear a whole lot of Diddy. It's like yeah. if you don't want your executive producer but, all over your track, like honestly, come I, to Death Row Records. I don't mind, but also can we look at do. where? But can we look at where Diddy is? He's so involved in everything he touches that there's a validity to him still having star power yet because people still respect Diddy the way they did back then. I don't see people saying the same thing for Suge Knight now. But I I feel like Diddy is not the... Let's just just call it what he is. Diddy is not the criminal that Suge is. Well, yeah, I, I get that. If if Diddy did the same dumb things mm-hmm. that Suge did, but I don't think that Suge, and I don't think that Suge Knight would have reached because Diddy's still relevant now. Yeah, you know what I mean. He's still producing. He's still, you know, he still owns this huge business. I I think I you think know? Death Row could have could have been that, but because it was so tied up in the gangster culture, mm-hmm. like. But see, but. I feel like I would rather compare Dr. Dre and Diddy mm-hmm. in in that sense. Yeah. Then I, I think I, you know what I mean I because th- you can compare them apples to apples business wise. You yeah. can compare them apples to apples uh, producing wise. Right. You know what I mean. I think I've n- I don't obviously think- not along the same line, yeah. but I feel like Dr. Dre kind of is the spiritual successor to uh, Suge right. Knight. He. I think Dre was like, okay, I see he what Shug... He actually Shug, took what yeah. Shug was wanting uh, exactly, to do. Exactly, exactly, and kept it, and you kept, know, yeah. kept it on the straight and narrow, right. and, like, we got to run this, like, a legitimate business right. and not if just we be... Want to succeed, yeah. Like, yes, we come from gangsters, we are gangsters, right. we've been gangsters, mm-hmm. but if that's we want to... That's where we're going. That's, if we want to be on that same track, we mm-hmm. got to be legit about this. Right. So, right. so, yeah, I mean... That true? Yeah. Um, so... Just one more thing before we move on from it. Mm-hmm. This, uh, once again, as most uh, '90s hip hop does, and even today's hip hop, uh, was sampled. Uh, sampled George McRae, mm-hmm. uh, "Get Lifted." But if you listen to "Get Lifted," mm-hmm. the original, it really doesn't feel like a sample. It feels like a. It feels like a reboot. It feels really? like like they completely. They yeah. They took the song. Mm-hmm. Like here were the notes. Here were the here were the here's the beat. Here's mm-hmm. this and that, and then they just like. Cranked it up to well, a level. I feel like I feel like that's what uh, samples used to be. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like, "Hey, I like this part of the song." It's I like the song, mm-hmm. but now I'm going to add a rapper or something yeah. on top of it and call it a new song. You know yeah. what I mean? Which I mean, I don't really have a problem with. But I'm sure, like, I know that nowadays or whatever, it was Miguel. Mm-hmm. There was a song that he redid, and I can't think. Sorry, my pregnancy scramble ring. <laughs> we, were, we were listening to a song earlier, and you were like, oh, I like, you know, the version that Miguel did or the sample that Miguel did of this song. Mm-hmm. And I kind of felt like, because I knew both songs, the older, the original song and then that one, that I was like, oh, well, I'm not bothered that it still kind of sounds the same, mm-hmm. but he only took a small portion of it. Yeah. I think he did it just... I think that's the thing. I think they did it... When they do a song justice, and they don't... I don't know. 
I guess your artistry has to be really good to mm-hmm. take something that was already created and make it your own. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, you have, you really, because if you just kind of, I don't know, we'll, we'll have to look into that. Anyway, moving on. Uh, next song we have here, we have number 33. You've already seen it before uh, in last year's chart, but Gangsta's Paradise by Coolio. So, like I said, we talked about this already. Went from number one last year mm-hmm. down to number 33. Mm-hmm. I think it's kind of crazy well, that, like... just the fact that it's still in the top 40. Is exactly. Because like, we've seen that happen before where the number one mm-hmm. moves down, but it's out of the top 40. Like, people right. are pretty sick of it already. Right. And, yeah, this is the tail end of the top 40, but right. it's still top 40. But, of course, you also have to look at, you know, when the song came out and right, why yeah. it's... Why, you know what I mean? But I think this... I think music videos had a lot of... Yeah, it is a great music video. It's an intense music video. And Michelle Pfeiffer being in it and all that. Yeah, I think music videos and if they're tied to, you know, movies and stuff like that is what kind of gives them a little bit more staying power. Yeah, definitely. Um, But the fact that he, like, actually put her in the actual music video, they didn't just take clips. Yeah, it it was just like a... Yeah, it was a complete tie-in to, like, the movie, not just, like... And I I think you kind of see that, like... With like Will Smith's music videos mm-hmm. as as we move yeah. in through that, yeah. but so uh, we talked about this before. Sample of Pastime Paradise mm-hmm. by Stevie Wonder, but this was the, definitely the one. Like if you listen to Pastime Paradise yeah. and compare it to this, like it does not feel like the same song mm-hmm. at all. Like you see the influence, but it's yeah. it's definitely not. Like it's it's it, I don't know. He, they really made it their own. I also feel like when you listen to this, like, even though it seems like it's a gangster rap kind of song, it really, like, I feel like this is the time where you were able to really stop and listen to what rappers were mm-hmm. saying. Yeah. Because they slowed down to tell you what they were right. saying. You know, it wasn't as aggressive, you know? Yeah. When they started featuring, you know, artists like LV. Yeah. You know? I really, I really do like this song just because it is like. I think they really, like, allowed their emotions to show behind what they were saying rather than, you know, anger being the leading emotion. Mm -hmm. It was like, okay, well, I want you to understand where I'm coming from. Okay, you're perfect because you talk about anger. Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of people interpreted early rap music Mm -hmm. as anger. Right. This one, you interpreted as frustration. Right. Right. Because it's not just right. like, oh, I'm mad for the sake of being mad. Right. And people were turned off by that. Right. Like, it's like, why are you so mad all the mm-hmm. time? What do you have to be mad about? Right. And then, but this one really right. highlighted the frustration right. of, like, what it was to be living right. in those types of situations. Right. And then when you look at the movie, if I don't know if you've seen the movie. It's um, been a long but time. But, yeah. When you watch the movie, then obviously you understand. And then I think it brings a little bit more emotion. And, you know, you actually feel the frustration of this song. Yeah. So... So yeah, yeah. I, I definitely want to listen to the rest of this out, uh, soundtrack because of course it has this great great song, um, but it's got Big Mike from uh, Ghetto Boys mm-hmm. uh, from Houston. So I gotta I gotta represent a little mm-hmm. bit there, um, uh, having things, and then uh, they have the group that Missy Elliott used to be a part sister mm-hmm. on there. So I, I definitely want to check this album out. There's some good song, what looks like good songs. So I'm I'm kind of interested in that. Michelle Pfeiffer looks like a scary lady. She she does. That's why she was. Who was she in Batman? Oh, she was Catwoman. Yeah, yeah see, you got to have a pretty intimidating lady oh, to be man. Catwoman. You can't have Anne Hathaway. You might be able to. No, she's grown into some roles. Yeah, 
Anyway, coming up next, we have Not Gonna Cry by Mary J. Blige and number 32. Oh, Mary J., I love you. Man. Is this waiting to exhale still? What, yeah, waiting to exhale yeah. once again. Um, this is this has got to be the this has got to be the worst breakup song ever. Yeah, and but not worse by like it's terrible. Meaning mm-hmm. like emotionally, like oh, yeah. it is gonna hit you the hardest because this is the only breakup song that I know that mentions having kids. Together, it's like, oh golly, like you had to bring the kids into this, right? Like, man, oh, and man. I think, how does Angela Bassett look younger now than she did then? Uh, I also I attribute, I say that all the time. I'm like, how, why, why did people look so old in the 90s? It's yeah. just because of the way that they dressed and I styled so. themselves. It makes a difference. Um, but I she feel looked like, younger in Black Panther. Yes. With, with white gray hair, hair yeah. or gray hair, yeah. then she, then she nah, did. I don't think she looked. No, not in this, not in that movie. This yeah. movie, yeah, she she looked good, uh, but I don't know. There's just something about Mary J where I feel like she doesn't get enough credit because even though her voice might, you know, kind of seem the same, yeah, you know. And doesn't seem like she has like this huge range. Mm-hmm. If you listen to her like discography, you'll find you if you want to find range in Mary J. Oh, yeah. You'll find it, you know. And it, to me, and it's it's insane because she performed. I think it was a BET Awards last year or the year before that, and she sang everything live and like she freaking killed it. Like sounded exactly like she does in recording. And for me. That's I don't care if they don't have an insane amount of range, but if thirty year twenty years later, almost mm-hmm. thirty years later, they can still sound the same. Right. You know what I mean? Like they don't need all this help. Yeah. It just it and to me, I I I think that's where I kind of just stick up for artists in that sense because I'm just yeah. like, you're not gonna sit here and tell me that they're not a great artist when we can go thirty years later. And they still sound the same, if yeah. not a little bit better. Yeah. You know, they can still perform and dance and sing the whole thing themselves without a backup track. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, I'm, I think so. Yeah. Right. This is this is just such an emotional song. Mm-hmm. I yeah. feel like the name of the movie. song, the name of the song is not gonna cry, but I feel like ninety percent of the people who have sung this song because oh, yeah. they needed to yeah. has been through tears. Oh yeah. But I feel like maybe she's cried all the tears. Mm-hmm. So like this this is the last thing I'm gonna say about this yeah. situation. You know? I really would kind of like to watch this movie now. I've never seen it. Wesley Snipes. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Got Blade in there? Come on now. No, I'm playing. Um, but it's just like... Like, the emotions in this, it, it doesn't feel surface level. Like, mm-hmm. it really right. feels like she's right. digging in there. Like, and to the real the emotions. That's the like, thing to the about, real things that are at stake. Yeah. And I think that's the thing about um, Mary J as an artist and artists like her. When they sang something, you didn't, you believed it. Mm-hmm. Whereas now, I feel like p- when artists come out and they sing songs, like I don't know, sometimes it's not believable. 
I, you know, I get what you're saying. Sometimes it's just like they're just singing it to say it. Yeah. You know, which is sad. I don't like. Whose cough uh, was that? That was freaky. Was that from our. Oh, that's weird. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, last song that we have here. Man, that's such a good song. Yeah. Last song that we have here, we have number 31. We have Wonder by Natalie Merchant. Wow, what a difference. Right? In the tone. Yeah. I feel like Natalie Merchant's voice is kind of like... It, there was a very 90s-sounding mm-hmm. lady voice, like... Mm-hmm. Or like a pop voice, like... Yeah. Very Lilith Fair. I think, yeah, I think in the 90s we wanted to be so different, but still be, like, pop. Mm-hmm. So the voice I, that I would attribute to the yeah. 90s is definitely hers. Yeah, yeah, this is the kind of voice. This Where is we like. Starting, like, we weren't our weird hippie parents. Yeah. But. Her voice to the 90s mm-hmm. is like Lana Del Rey and mm-hmm. Billie Eilish to the 2010s. Mm-hmm. Just. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like that is the type of voice that people were going for, right? Right. So, yeah. um, and like this something, this unique thing started to not become unique anymore yeah. because everyone wanted to imitate it. Yeah, because it's what was working for them. Yeah, I feel like if you put the song on and didn't know who the artist was, you mm-hmm. could probably just start throwing out like '90s oh, yeah. female artists. Oh, you know, yeah, like yeah. Is, is, is Alanis? Is this you know Sarah right. McLaughlin? I was is literally this? just gonna say, is this Alanis? Yeah, like and yeah. when I, I think, I think that's who I would have tied it to. Mm-hmm. These black and white videos are just so. It's not Man. even black and white. It's like this like, like sepia. sepia and like kind of washed out yeah. colors sort of thing. A praying mantis just yes. chilling your arm, girl. Yeah. Well, there are people who are down with bugs. I know you're Ugh. not one of them, but not ones that crawl. Like, I, you know, I just don't like bugs. Um, so this is one of those '90s songs that is just kind of like a background song, kind of like mm-hmm. a little mumbly. Kinda yeah. Like, I, I honestly did not care to know what the lyrics were, and I kind of, as I was I doing my don't research. Really care. Yeah. Um, I just. It is about. It. it is about. Uh, she says it's about a little girl who was born with a some sort of disease mm-hmm. that like left like blisters on her Aww. body, and so like it's being sung from that perspective. Uh-huh. It's just, what? it's a weird version of George Strait's "The Chair." <laughs> That's so weird because this music video to me just yeah, looks it's very like happy. It's, yeah, it looks happy and it looks like inclusive and, yeah. and let's celebrate girls. Yeah, it's very girl powery. Yeah, because like I like kind of the message of the song is like even though. Even though there's this girl who has like these deformities and stuff like that, mm-hmm. but like people are still saying or you know speaking life into mm-hmm. into this person, mm-hmm. which I, I yeah, which is great, but it's still kind of like a weird thing. Yeah. So anyway, very, very interesting. Yeah. Any thoughts on on uh, any of the songs or just the collection of songs that we had today? I like this list actually. It, it was an interesting list. I feel like it didn't. It, it wasn't like a wow. It wasn't like all over yeah. the place like sometimes yeah. until like the very end. Like right. we had like very hip hop, very R and B up front and then mm-hmm. and then we had, you know, uh we had Wonder mm-hmm. kind of out of nowhere. And mm-hmm. it's still not like it's not it's not a bad song. It's but like I said, it's kind of background song. Um so yeah, I mean it, it was kind of uh we kind of stayed at at one place and then kind right. of shifted very at the last minute. 
I don't know, but I also feel like none of these songs is out of place. You know, I don't think I would change like the order of them or you know what I mean? Yeah. I think this list definitely belongs where it is compared to, you know, last week's list. Yeah, I definitely think maybe the maybe the 112 song could mm-hmm. be bumped up a little bit more, mm-hmm. but like like um <coughs> who am I thinking of? Gangsta's Paradise, I mean, just for the nostalgia factor mm-hmm. and how good it is, could have been a little higher. But, yeah. I, I mean, I but get I mean, it. By I, that time, like, people were over it. Yeah, I feel like I'm I'm trying to not use the nostalgia factor as, like, a reasoning, mm-hmm. at least this time around, simply for the fact that because all the songs were good, you know? Yeah. So I don't think it would be valid to say, like, oh, this song should be there more than this one just because I like it more, you know, or just because I... Listen to it when I was growing up, you know? Right, right. So, guys, let us know what you thought about these songs, yes. uh, songs number 35 to 31. Um, you can let us know what you thought on Twitter at STTC Podcast, on Facebook and Instagram at Shot Through the Chart. Um, through, spelled T H R U. That's right. You can email us, Shot Through the Chart at STTCmedia.com. Yes. Check out our other stuff at that website as well, STTCmedia.com. Um, if you want to leave us a review, you could either do it through your favorite podcatcher or if you need help with any of that, you can go to ratethispodcast.com slash STTC. It'll take you to where you need to go to leave us a review. Ratethispodcast.com slash STTC. Guys, I'm so excited for this list. Um, we got songs number... <laughs> 30 so 30 to 26, correct. Oh, man. Just knocking on the outside of the top. Mm-hmm. Uh, 25. We always do that. What? We always get surprised when the 20s, like... I know. Once we're in the 20s. Yeah. Because it's only two like it's episodes, and then there it is. Like, yeah. we're, we're there. But but I feel like we're always, like, so surprised. Like, oh, my gosh, we're almost done. Yeah. We yeah. just started. But and then we us, take a long break, and then we're like, oh, let's get back in. Well, we're going to try not to take such a long oh, break no. this go-around. I think maybe because we, really we might be try. moving in a couple months. Yeah. I'd rather not take a break yeah. possible if possible yeah I don't know with, 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 with a kid and all that we gotta figure that out <laughs> <laughs> well, a lot it's gonna require a lot more editing I'll just tell you that much right now fantastic anyway guys I am AC Ponce and I'm Stephanie this has been an STTC Media production we will catch you in the next episode Okay, here's how Miro works. See, it's amazing. What's everyone doing at David's desk? Ever since marketing started using Miro's collaborative online whiteboard, he thinks all our other teams should sign up. Why? He says Miro's making his meetings disappear. And if every team gets on it, that means even less meetings. They're using Miro for brainstorms, mind maps, customer research. So could we use Miro instead of having another 100 meetings for every round of feedback? Yep. You can comment, react to ideas, even leave a recording on the board. And what about presentations? There are Miro templates for that. How do you know so much about Miro? I've actually been using it all along. I just used a Miro board to plan the best vacation. Okay, I'm on board. See how Miro users save up to 80 hours every year by meeting less and doing more. Get on board at Miro.com with three boards free forever. That's M-I-R-O dot com.